everybody. I'm Kristen Lago. And I'm Jody Storm Sullivan. Welcome to episode four of the He Said, She Said podcast. Remember, you can listen to us every Wednesday night at around seven or eight. We're running a little late today. I'm sorry. But if you want to watch us, you can watch us on YouTube, listen to us on SoundCloud, and subscribe to us on iTunes. Yeah. I'm a big fan of the fact that you can subscribe to us on iTunes now just because it makes it easy. We're on your phone. We go everywhere you go. So uh, don't miss out. Yeah. Make sure you subscribe. Listen to us on your way to work. Listen to us on your way home. We're a great time. If you want (laughs) to have a great time, there we go. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So fast pitches, one of my favorite segments. We each get a minute to talk about something that we found in the sports world this week, whether it was like entertaining or Mm -hmm. funny or just straight up interesting. Kristen, do you want to pitch first? Yes, I'm always ready to go first on this one. (laughs) So yeah, one of my favorite things to do is look for kind of the funny or interesting moments of sport, not necessarily the best sports moment. This one, definitely not the best sports moment I have ever seen. So um, I don't know if you guys recall last uh, weekend, uh, the Arizona Cardinals and the Seattle Seahawks played. And um, it was kind of an unheard of thing. They were tied going into the end. Arizona has the ball. Um, They're trying to get ahead by three points, kick a field goal within 30 yards. So they end up missing that field goal. We had one of the players kind of jump and block that kick, so it hits it off the bar. So crowd goes wild. The coach goes crazy for the Cardinals. Slammed his clipboard down. It's hilarious. I think you you need to take a look at that video if you haven't seen it. So Seattle thinks they're going to win. You know, they rush down the field. Um, their uh, kicker, traditionally amazing, incredible, known as one of the guys that just does not miss, especially from inside 30 yards. So he gets ready, seven seconds left on the clock. I know you watch this and misses the field goal. <laughs> the field goal just goes completely to the left. And if you look, I think my favorite part of it is just looking at Pete Carroll's face because it's just a blank stare, like completely astonished that he's missed this. And the radio calls are hilarious. Just a totally unheard of tie in the game where both kickers miss a 30-yard field goal. I'm like, this is what we're paying you the big bucks for. (laughs) Come on. So my fast pitch of the day, hilarious. One of the worst kind of endings to a game or the best I've ever seen. Little over a minute on that fast pitch with your your delivery there, but honestly, it's all right. I thought it was an entertaining story as a as a Seahawks fan. A uh, little bit of a bummer, but a tie is better than a loss. But I do yeah. have to say, watching coaches' reactions is thoroughly entertaining, whether uh-huh. it's like positive or negative. Almost it's as good joke. as the fan ones where they're just depressed. <laughs> Those are my favorite. Maybe uh. I'm cynical, but. The coaches are a close second. I would I would say college football fan like depression <laughs> pictures are probably the best. Always like hand on head, <laughs> just depressed. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Your so, turn. Yeah. yeah, I'm ready for my fast pitch. Right, so you're ready. Yeah. As you all should know, NBA season is back. They started mm-hmm. last night. Last night being Tuesday night. They're playing tonight. Rest of the team kind of gets their start today, being Wednesday. Um, And so Bleacher Report released a video kind of previewing the NBA season, like a little nice promo intro kind of video. And what else, what other better way to promo it than to the Parks and Rec theme? (laughs) I am a huge Parks and Rec fan. Like Leslie Nope is my homegirl. She's fantastic. So I stumbled upon this video and just started laughing. They got everything right. Like the graphics switching through the grids. You have like LeBron James there, Kawhi Leonard's. Uh, Steph, you have uh, Durant there, and it's just all, all the kind of players, like yeah. the big top names going on right now. Um, and I just, it was absolutely hysterical watching it. So now, like, I want to go home and watch Parks and Rec. So it's probably how I'm going to end my night. Uh, isn't it how we all end our <laughs> night? And you were right on time with that one. Perfect. But I love that one. I just love the way kind of the NBA does social media and does mm-hmm. digital media. I think they're one of the best leagues in terms of what they're putting out. Just like, 
I like how they, they recognize their athletes as figures in society and as celebrities, and yeah. they're not afraid to, like, flaunt them as such. Yeah, and I think even on that note, um, the NBA recognizes the, the power that their players really have as celebrities, mm-hmm. as kind of spokespersons for um, issues that are important in society, whether that be, like, social issues or um, just kind of issues in sports themselves. And I remember, like, before the ESPYs, they, like, got up and talked and just a lot of like really powerful moving messages and like you said they really utilize social media Definitely. which is something that another another league that is uh in season right now can learn a learn a few things from maybe just one or two <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> all right so you've heard our pitches for the night stay tuned next week for even more of those we're going to get started discussing kind of the news of the week, the news of the day for our first one. We're going to talk about some baseball. I don't baseball. know if you heard, but the World Series uh, has started. <laughs> uh, historic World Series at that with the Chicago Cubs um, and uh, the Indians. So yeah. obviously whoever wins in the outcome going to be historic. Uh, both teams haven't been to the World Series in over 60 years. So a lot of old-time fans who haven't seen their team in the World Series in a while looking Something. for that big win. <laughs> I remember seeing something like there's a Cubs fan. She's like 102 years old or something. And that's just, that's crazy to go literally your entire life without seeing your team win. Like, that's absurd. I think it's like 1945 or something, Mm -hmm. the last time they won the World Series. Or the last time they were in the World Series. The last time they won, I think, was 1908. Yeah, 1908. No, 1906, maybe. I don't know. It's been 100 and I think eight years at this point. Um, Oh, yeah, that would make it 108. Yeah. I'm really good at math. There you, you go. <laughs> subtle <laughs> brag. It's subtle late. brag. Um, <laughs> but the game is currently yeah. going on. So game one, Indians yeah. took it. I think the score was? It's 6-0 to zero okay. in game one. Uh, Indians kind of cleanly took it, to oh, say the least. Um, yeah. Lester was a little little frazzled. I think it was in like the bottom of the first inning, maybe bottom of the second inning. Um, stolen bases on Lester just kind of threw him for a loop and kind of from that point on um the Cubs really really couldn't save it with their bullpen and their offense wasn't doing much um remember Kluber put up something like eight or nine mm-hmm. strikeouts which I mean if if you're pitching that hot in a World Series game yeah, like he your had team a great better win game and also they're at home so you know they were going to come out hot especially for all their fans that are paying insane amounts of money oh, to go see them so thousands and thousands of dollars but yeah i but in game two which is still going on what it, what mm-hmm. inning are so they right, in right now, now it's five to one it's in the top of the ninth so cubs coming out stronger definitely in this round i thought i kind of predicted that from going in that it was yeah. going to be just a back and forth series i knew you were telling me earlier you have some you know end game predictions about who's going to take it i do have end game predictions i think that the cubs are gonna win tonight and i mean it's five to one yeah. right now okay so now we're moving into the bottom of the ninth um but it's five to one right now, so I, I think the Cubs are going to pull it out. I don't, I don't really see the Indians scoring four and four yeah, and or five either. runs in the bottom of the ninth. Um, I agree. But I think they're going to go back to Chicago, and just the pure madness that is happening in Chicago, crazy, in field, in crazy. Wrigley Field, around Wrigley Field. I think the Cubs are going to take it. I don't want to like jinx it or anything. Knock on wood. wood. (laughs) But I do, I just, I think the Cubs are, the Cubs are really feeling it. You saw this at the tail end of uh, the National League Championship Series. Their offense is firing on all cylinders. Uh, Pitching, pitching is doing pretty well, holding uh, opponents down to to little runs. But I I really think that the Cubs are going to win. And I originally thought that the Cubs were going to sweep. So I was kind of shocked to see um, Cleveland go ahead and get that first win in game one. But I think what's interesting about the Cubs is that you saw it when they were playing the Dodgers is that they almost play better when they're down almost yeah. a little bit. Like, they're good at coming back from something that, you know, I mean, we thought it with the Dodgers, too, the Dodgers and Cubs. 
think you said all along you thought the Cubs were going to make it to the series. So yeah. you saw that from the beginning. But they do play better. They respond to, um, you know, the loss really well. And we've seen that in the game tonight. So. Yeah, and I think that the Cubs are a team. Once their offense gets kind of roll, gets rolling, everyone builds upon that, and it's it's almost there's no stopping them. Their defense gets right. better as their offense gets better, and their offense just continually gets better as they already start. I'm excited to see what comes of the rest of the games, and definitely, I actually hope it goes to Game Seven, just because I oh, think that would be amazing. World Series baseball <laughs> is the best baseball to watch. I'm not a baseball fan at all by far. I think there's too many games, too many things to keep track of, but. Playoff baseball and World Series baseball. This yeah. is crazy just because the fans are so invested. So yeah. I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah, I definitely think uh, playoff baseball. I wouldn't say it's my favorite playoff sport. I think yeah. the NHL holds that. Um, I just think how they structure it and the pace of those games, I think, really kind of keep you ingested through their different or interested through their different series. Mm -hmm. But I would have to say that October baseball is right up there as a close oh, second. That's great. Um, and, and then there's now. just the rest of the playoffs. Yeah, then there's all the rest <laughs> of the leagues. But we're going to step away from baseball and yeah. talk about another sport. Get, this, get into some basketball. basketball. I'm so incredibly excited. Um, I love basketball. Obviously, like, I enjoy the sport, but mm -hmm. I, I think I love it more because I grew up watching games with my dad. Oh, yeah. Um, and just growing up a fan kind of with him, going to games with him ever since I was a little kid, I love basketball season. Well, I think it's a sport for all ages, and that's yeah. what's really special. I know the Lakers have their opening game tonight at the they Staples do. Center, so we'll see Rockets. what happens with that. But we're going to talk about another California team, um, yeah, the Warriors. What was supposed to be a super team <laughs> in the Warriors, uh, they kind of collapsed last night. They had their home opener, and this is a team that started off the season last year in what was un an unheard of winning streak. They didn't lose at home until April. Yeah. We are in their first home game. I believe I read a stat that said this was their first home opener loss in the history of the franchise. That's so insane. They ended up losing by a wide margin to the San Antonio Spurs. Also a great team. Knew it was going to be a great game. Did I expect the Warriors to lose and lose by that much? Not at all. I was Not shocked. at all. So I don't know what really happened. I'm not a Warriors fan by any means. You know, I grew up in L.A. I'm a Lakers fan mm -hmm. by heart. But they have a super – okay, they have Kevin Durant. They have Steph Curry. They have Klay Thompson. They have just – I can count, like, on all of my fingers just all the top players that they have. Yeah. Meant to, I mean, people saw them going all the way yeah. I mean, this year and then – no, nothing. I mean, I'm. I also was shocked by the fact that not only did they lose, I was expecting like a really close, interesting playoff kind of caliber game, and then the Spurs come in and win something like 129 to 100. Like yep. that was the complete opposite spectrum of what I was anticipating to happen. But I mean, it's the first game of the season. It's it's a long season. It's a long way till till NBA playoffs. But um, yeah, I was more so blown away the fact that they lost by so much, and it's. They shouldn't have lost by so much. No. All of the talent and the all of the talent. players they have Goodness on that team, gracious. like they just frankly shouldn't have lost by yeah. 29 points. And arguably San Antonio is an incredible team yeah, as well. Definitely. I mean, you've seen that in the past season. But the Warriors, just with the talent they have and the coaching staff, mm -hmm. I think Steve Kerr is a great head coach and has been for the program. But I don't know. We'll have to see if they can bounce back from this, if it's a matter of just like adjusting to the chemistry of having so many big players they know sometimes that either, you know, works out, as we saw with the Heat when they had their super team, yeah. as we saw with the Lakers back in the day when they had their yeah. super team, seems like forever ago. But I think it is a matter of chemistry. I think we'll see them bounce back, and maybe it won't be this season that they, you know, capture, go all the way. We'll have to see. I, I think based off the Cavs night last night <laughs> that it's going to be the Cavs again. But, I mean, yeah. we'll see. It's still so early. The season know. is so long. 
So, Definitely. Yeah. Still a shocker <laughs> of a game. I crazy. Yeah, I think the Warriors are gonna are gonna are gonna find their way through their team chemistry. They might have some hiccups here and there the first couple of games of the season, but they honestly have too much talent to not figure out their chemistry. I agree. Like that's what it comes down to. This team has too much talent to to not succeed. Like, I agree. That's what it comes down to. So we'll have to wait and see on that one, and we'll check in with our Lakers yeah. to see how yeah. they do well, tonight. If we're at looking Staples right Center. now, it's twenty-two, twenty-two. There so we go. Okay, we're not got losing. about they're got about losing. five minutes to play in the first quarter. So you know, yes, they're not losing. That is something Positivity. that we can say as Laker fans yes. over here. It's been something like they haven't won, or I guess in the last six seasons they've had one home opener win. So we'll see. I know. I see went to happens. I went to the preseason game against the Trailblazers, and they lost in overtime. Boy. So I mean, something that we're used to seeing as Laker fans, but I think it's a different team. Yeah. No Kobe era. I think they're trying to build their own identity. So yeah. I'm excited to see what. And they just finalized their roster, so I'm excited mm-hmm. to see what these players can do. Yeah, but we'll see. I I think the Lakers are gonna gonna get more than 17 wins this year. Um, <laughs> One can hope, right? <laughs> I think they have they have the youth and kind of a good blend, a good mixture of talent between the couple of veterans that they still have around mm-hmm. and um, a lot of their youth. So I'm I'm really hoping that they get more wins, both like as a fan and as someone who lives in Los Angeles yeah, and enjoys just... watching good base, uh, good, good good baseball. baseball. <laughs> <laughs> Baseball's on the brain. Um, good basketball. So. We'll see. I, I think that they'll do better. I think that they're on the right track. Uh, don't get me wrong. I love Kobe Bryant. He was like one of my sports idols growing up. Literally my all-time <laughs> favorite. I still think he's on the team. It's really sad. <laughs> it's strange. 20, 20 years and he's not Our whole lifetime. Them. Yeah. Literally my whole lifetime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is crazy. Um, but I, I do think it's in the right direction for the Lakers. I agree. I think their youth just needs to grow into that, you know, into their new roles. And I think we're going to see them do that. I think Walton's doing a good job so yeah. far. I'm excited for him. And He's, I also enjoy him as a person yeah. and as he a He seems really cool. Yeah, so I'm excited yeah. to see what they do. But we're going to step away from basketball now and do yet another sport. Woohoo! There is a, <laughs> you know, one of those weekday games coming yeah, up for USC. They play their first weekday game of the year against Cal. The California Golden Bears are coming down to play USC at the LA Coliseum tomorrow at 7.30 p.m. So... This is going to be USC coming off a of bye week. Cal is actually coming off of a weekday game last week, which I think really puts them at a disadvantage. Also, I think it's just kind of cruel that um, whoever made their schedule gave them a Friday night game and a Thursday night game back That's to rough. back. Just no time to recover off that one. And as a student athlete, you're missing a lot of class. Yeah. So uh, it's going to be tough for them. They are coming on the road. We were talking about this earlier. We do expect USC to easily glide past uh, Cal, but – at the same time, USC sometimes falls into these trap games that yeah. uh, people think they're going to win. So we can break down that a little bit. But <laughs> I think first you got it. What is this, this interesting stat that we found? Because <laughs> we don't remember really the last uh, time that Cal beat USC, at least yeah. in our like adult life. Adult? Are we adult? adults? Kind of adult <laughs> Legally. lifetime. Legally. Legally adult <laughs> lifetime. So tell everybody about this stat that we figured out here. Yeah, so the last time that USC lost to Cal or that Cal beat USC was in 2003. We were, I was eight. I was seven. <laughs> there so we go. It's been a while. <laughs> yes. Um, and just to put that in perspective, Aaron Rodgers and Marshawn Lynch both still played at Cal in this, in this phrase. Rodgers left for the NFL in 2004 and Lynch left a year later than him. And so both of their last seasons, Marshawn's being his last two seasons, they suffered losses to USC. And it's been losses to USC for the Golden Bears since then. That is crazy. 
absolutely insane. I don't even remember. Sometimes I forget they even went to Cal just because it was so long ago. <laughs> yeah. Seems like they've been in the NFL forever. But yeah, USC has a history of beating Cal, not only at home at the Coliseum, but at, up at Cal for the weekend or yeah. when they travel up there. So I think they're primed and ready. They had so much time to practice. Definitely. And they're coming off of another win. So they're trying to keep a win streak alive. And also, this game is Pac-12 South play. Yeah. So they're really pay- playing for the Pac-12 South at this point because, I mean, it obviously depends on if Utah and Colorado lose, but they can't lose at this point. Yeah. So USC can't lose. Uh, we talked a little bit about that this last week. USC can suffer one more loss this season, and that would be a loss to Washington. Yep. But now the caveat to that is both Colorado and Utah would also have to suffer another loss if USC gets that loss to Washington. Um, but we'll see. That's that's a couple weeks in the future. Right yeah. now they, they have they have Cal to focus on. And I think Sam Darnold is going to be able to light up that Golden Bear defense and, and put up good numbers as he has been um, in recent in recent games, kind of yeah. since he took over took over the offense and has been playing well uh, for being a redshirt freshman. But you know, we'll see. I think they I know Cal offense puts up a lot of points, mm-hmm. but I think that they haven't faced as good a defense as USC has. So mm-hmm. I see. Honestly, I think I think USC's defense is going to hold them to very minimal scoring points, which is kind of going to be a, a wrench in their game plan um, for Cal at least, just because they haven't been used to not scoring a lot of points. But I do think kind of the USC's offense is going to be able to spur and uh, score a lot of points and even without Justin Davis who we know he's been ruled uh, he has that high ankle Ankle sprain sprain. he's been dealing with and I'd rather him be out for this game than uh, we see him out in games like Oregon not so much but definitely Washington want him to be primed and healthy for that so we're going to see you know the play of Ronald Jones uh, Cedric Ware but both great players so I think at least Ronald uh, Jones has really kind of found his own he struggled a little bit at the beginning of the season but we've seen them so I think USC is going to concentrate on their run game kind of prep themselves they've mm-hmm. got a few tough games ahead so I think you know it's going to be a good game to kind of work those kinks out and have the playing time to do that so I want to hear your scoring prediction all right 45 14 USC all right I'm going with about the same thing I'm gonna go 45 21 just because uh, USC has struggled a little bit with turnovers so I okay. think we're going to give Cal the ball a little bit more than they necessarily should give them a chance to score we'll see if the defense can hold them but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give Cal a little wiggle room on that one. I do think USC is going to win, though. So, Perfect. All there right. We go. We'll see you tomorrow night. Tune in, 7.30 p.m. Yeah, I'm excited. I Should know. be a fun one. I, lo- I like the weekday games. Like, I switch it up a little bit. Yeah, my professor canceled class, so oh, I'm not then complaining. She really loves the weekend games. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It should it should be good. I'm stoked. Me All too. right, so um, you time for a little bit a little bit of stretch? I think no, it's getting, might be I'm necessary. A tired. I yeah, I know my is. arms are really sore. I played a lot of beach volleyball this past weekend. Oh, so I, was I nice uh, watched a lot of Netflix. <laughs> so same thing. So, Basically, we need a little bit of a stretch. We're gonna move away from any field, any court, any baseball diamond that we've talked about today, <laughs> and talk about a little a little love. A love. I feel like I think in this is gonna be now like our third podcast where we talk about. A married couple or an engagement or some type <laughs> of like you tell love what relationship. We think about all the time. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Anywho, so one of my favorite, I guess, like athlete celebrity couples is Russell Wilson and his beautiful wife. Uh, they're literally Sarah. perfection. So adorable. And they had a big announcement they yesterday. They took to social media they did, to, to announce that Sierra is. Pregnant. No, I am so love excited. Love it, love it, love it. <laughs> I love them from the beginning. I yeah. just thought their whole relationship was really cute. And then especially knowing kind of the background of Sierra's last relationship with yeah. Future and um, 
kind of how that broke down. So I think they both deserve, and then Russell Wilson's as well, both yeah. kind of shaky relationships Definitely. in the past. So finding each other, they're beautiful together to look at. And then just <laughs> even better to hear about. And I think they really are in love. It's a story yeah, of where two people is. really found each other at the right time. Now he's going to be a first time daddy, which is so I'm cute. Excited. Great It'll guy. Be fun. Their Great Instagram player. picture, absolutely beautiful. Just the two of them kind of posing. I think they're asleep. I don't know, but it's just absolutely stunning and a really simple way to, to kind of make the announcement that there is a baby Wilson on the way. Uh, older brother or a younger brother or sister for little future which i think oh, russell future. calls him like little man or something so and, cute um i know russell's talked a couple a little bit about how he wants more kids to surround future with uh more little brothers and sisters Very so cute. i mean if i think it'll be fun i'm it'll, excited it'll to be see good. whether it's a boy or a girl i'm hoping for a boy i don't know why I like for a boy two boys Running around oh, together, and yeah. then the third one can be a girl. Yeah, she'll have her two I, older brothers. Sister. Exactly, yeah. that's my dream. So you know, <laughs> and if they need a babysitter, we are right here. Yeah. So. I mean, we would have to fly up to Seattle, but it shouldn't be. It shouldn't I be that hard. I would do it for the Wilsons. So, <laughs> but that <laughs> yeah. end of that pretty this much wraps, wraps up, up our wraps up our fourth episode. Ended on think. a high note. Today, yeah, and I'll go note. to bed dreaming about you know love, children, and love. <laughs> and yeah, much too young for that right now, uh, but. But yeah, so we really hope you enjoyed our fourth episode. Um, and I'm Jody Storm Sullivan. And I am Kristen Lago. And from the USC Annenberg Media Center, we're going to sign off. Have a good night, guys. Good night. <laughs>